Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday. So glad that you're with us. And I want to start off today sharing a quote from Mac, by Max Lucado from his wonderful book, Anxious for Nothing. Uh, I know a lot of people that struggle with anxiety and worry. And if you're looking for a good read, it's, it's a simple read, um, but biblically based. Max Lucado, a great storyteller, written over 50 books. Uh, really, really a wonderful author. If you're looking for a good read this holiday season, maybe you want to do some reading and uh, maybe not watch as much TV, check out the book Anxious for Nothing. But in page 12 of his book, I saw my friend Gary Black share this quote from it recently and really spoke to me. And I believe somebody listening today needs to hear this. It says, it is not God's will that you leave that you lead a life of perpetual anxiety. It is not God's will that you face every day with dread and trepidation. God made you for more than a life of breast-stealing angst and mind-splitting worry. He has a new chapter for you in your life, and He is ready to write it today. You know, we talked about that some yesterday on Hope Is Here, a program from the John chapter 5 story about where Jesus asked the man that had been laying by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years, do you want to get well? And, you know, Jesus obviously wrote a whole new chapter, really, uh, just unbelievable season change in this man's life there uh, at the pool of Bethesda. And friends, he wants to do that for you today. Jesus doesn't want you to be in anxiety or worry and, uh, man, spending time with him, asking him for help is huge, and I love that he wants to help, and he's going to help, and I pray that you would just ask him to help you today. I want to share a devotion that uh, I read recently um, from Jesus Calling, and it says, every time something thwarts your plans or desires, use it as a reminder to communicate with me. This practice has several benefits. The first is obvious. Talking with me blesses you and strengthens our relationship. Another benefit is that disappointments, instead of dragging you down, are transformed into opportunities for good. I love that right there. I'm going to step out of this devotion for a minute. But, you know, so many times things happen and we don't understand. And it's okay to get discouraged. But I had somebody tell me a long time ago, you know, take the 24-hour rule. It's all right for 24 hours to say, you know, that really hurt. And that was extremely disappointing. But after that, say, all right, God, I truly do trust you. And for whatever reason, you allow this to happen in my life, even though I don't like it. I know that Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says that all things work together for good for those who love you, Lord, and are called according to your purpose. So I thank you, God that you're going to make good out of this. And what is it that you want me to learn from this disappointing situation? And that, you know, that you can transform what was a disappointment into an opportunity for good. Maybe it's just your prayer today. God, how can you transform the dis disappointment into an opportunity for good? The devotion goes on to say in Jesus Calling, this transformation removes the sting from difficult circumstances, making it possible to be joyful in the midst of even adversity. Begin by practicing this discipline in all the little disappointments in your daily life. It is often these minor setbacks that draw you away from my presence. The enemy's good at that, isn't he, friends? 
just all these little disappointments. Next thing you know, uh, you can start to get negative. You can start to get critical. And I've been victim of it. I know. So I'm speaking from experience. And I'm, uh, I'm teaching. I'm preaching. I'm speaking to myself today, friends, that we've got to begin by practicing the discipline and all the little disappointments in our life because it's often these minor setbacks that draw you away from God's presence. When you reframe setbacks as opportunities, you find that you gain much more than you have lost. Wow, that's so good. I want to share that with you again. When you reframe setbacks as opportunities, you find that you gain much more than you have lost. It is only after much training that you can accept major losses in this positive way. But it is possible to attain the perspective of the Apostle Paul who wrote, Compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, I consider everything I once treasured to be as insignificant as rubbish. Friends, that word rubbish means, you know, (laughs) not good stuff, okay? Bad stuff, you know, rubbish, garbage, okay? And, I, I mean, that's one of the things that I read that devotion recently. It really challenged me that instead of being focused on my circumstances, to really be focused about, God, what do you want me to learn? How do you want to transform this disappointment into an opportunity to for good? As I heard uh, my friend Karen Venice say, uh, the CEO of Sayer Christian Village one time, somebody was talking to her and said, wow, you guys have a lot of obstacles through COVID and things. And she said, yeah, we really have. But you know what? We don't look at them as obstacles. We look at them as opportunities. And for somebody listening today, that's something that, you know, maybe you need to hear. Instead of focusing on your obstacles, say, God, what are those opportunities? that you're wanting to provide for me and you're wanting me to walk into a new season of life and not focusing on what's going wrong, but on what God could possibly do that could go right. And a lot of things that have been invented have happened out of really good things. I mean, Chick-fil-A, we all love Chick-fil-A and Truett Cathy, one of the founders, he and his two brothers started these, uh, this restaurant and I think they called it the the chicken dwarf or the dwarf house or something kind of kind of unique like that. I apologize. I'm not getting it exactly right, but down in Georgia. And then they started a second restaurant. Well, uh, one of them caught on fire and they didn't have any insurance. And then one of the brothers, I believe, got sick and died. And then Truett Cathy was in uh, the hospital and had an illness, was in there for a couple months, I believe. And they didn't know what was going on. And all this happened, and, you know, he's about ready to give up and just close the other store, uh, the other restaurant. But while he was in there, he came up with the idea about the special breading for the chicken sandwich and a pickle to put on each sandwich. And that's where the idea for the Chick-fil-A sandwich came, through just really some excruciating, painful circumstances. Obviously, the rest is history with Chick-fil-A, with over a 1,000 stores in the United States. And the thing that's amazing, friends, they just do it in six days. You know, they do honor the Sabbath, and that's something that I struggle with. I work on Sundays, obviously, being a pastor. You don't have a church home, come see me at Gardenside Christian Church. We have service at 1030 a.m. We'd love to see you. But, you know, I mean, they're doing that in six days, and they do it well. And just amazing, just 
I can't believe another location open in Lexington, not too far from the radio station. On, uh, there's not one, but two on Harrisburg Road now here in Lexington. And drove by the newest one uh, further out Harrisburg Road towards the Jessamine County line. And uh, it was jam-packed today. And so uh, people love Chick-fil-A chicken. But, man, they had to overcome a lot of obstacles several years ago. Mary Kay Ash, uh, you know, back when she started Mary Kay, uh, I believe it was back in the late 60s, if I'm not mistaken, um, she wanted to start her own company because, uh, you know, women just didn't have businesses. They didn't have a vote at the table. I think she was on a board of directors, but they never even listened to any ideas she had. And she said, you know what, I'm just going to start my own company so I can have a voice. And her and her husband put everything they had into it, their life savings. Her husband was actually doing the financial part of it. She was coming up with the products for Mary Kay, all the marketing and those things. But he was handling the numbers in. He was a, a accountant, I believe, by trade. And unfortunately, just a few weeks before they were going to start this business, you know, have the opening and start selling products and get hiring people, he had a heart attack at the kitchen table and died. She easily could have just quit and just said, well, God must not be for this because he's allowed my husband to tragically die just a few weeks before we get ready to open this up. And he was the numbers person behind this. But she really believed God had put that desire in her heart to start this new wonderful business. And aren't a lot of people, thousands of people thankful that uh, over 50 years later, it's one of the leading companies in our country. And I believe Mary Kay's an international company at this point. And yet she had overcome the extreme obstacle of losing her husband unexpectedly. Friends, sometimes we see successful people and we think, man, I would love to be them. I promise you, I know that I know from my 50 plus years of life and fortunate to be around some people that have been, quote, very successful financially, professionally in the world's eyes. And God has different plans for all of us. But I think a lot of see things in those titles and financial resources and say, hey, I'd love to be like that. And that's okay. God loves to bless his kids. But here's what I know that I know that a lot of us wouldn't want to go through some of the things these people went through, like Truett Cathy at Chick-fil-A and Mary Kay Ash that started the Mary Kay Cosmetics Company. I know people that, uh, you know, my brother that's a college basketball coach and have said, you know, hey, I'd, I'd love to do that. I wish I could do that. And uh, some of them, you know, they have paid a price, but a lot of them have no idea the sacrifices that my brother uh, Darren has made to uh, get to the point that he's had. And he's had some great successes and he's had some failures. And yet, um, you know, sometimes we just don't realize all that people have been through and the sacrifices they make. So I say that to encourage you that if you're trying to do something and, you know, you feel like, man, I can't get a break. Uh, know that any of these people that, quote, have had success of any type of form or fashion of any magnitude is the word I'm looking for that they have had to overcome great adversity and I want to encourage you today to persevere through that adversity and you know Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and friends God will give you supernatural energy strength and power he loves to help his kids he loves to bless his kids and you know, just like Paul, the thorn of flesh, sometimes it finally, it, you have to get to the point where he says, God just says, hey, in my, your weakness, my strength is made perfect. In your weaknesses, he told Paul, my strength is made perfect. And God said, do that to me sometimes, get me to the end of myself so that I would realize who my real source is. 
And kind of one of the things that I've tried to kind of make is my motto. It's not original, but do my part, but pray like it depends on God. And ask God to do his part. Okay? Do my part, plan, work hard, but at the same time, pray and ask God to do his part. And usually, friends, that's been a good combination. In fact, I'm learning if I do the pray thing more often before I try to do my part, it helps me make wiser decisions, and God does more with less for me. I'm not talking about being lazy, but I've just seen God do that really a lot over the past a handful of years as I've tried to not try to be type A and overachiever all the time. Obviously do my part, but also slow down, spend more time with God, ask for his wisdom, ask for his blessing, and let him do his part. And he always does it much better than I can with all my extra effort and trying to overachieve. For somebody listening today, I think that's a word for you about spending more time with your family, taking time of your help for your health, and just doing your part, I mean, not being lazy, but also asking God to help you, to give you wisdom, and asking him to do his part. He loves to partner with his kids. My mom was reminding me of a a dream my dad had. He just had this vision of God holding all these gifts of Jesus. It was actually Jesus with all these gifts in his hands. And my dad said, he just saw Jesus saying, hey, I've got all these gifts for you. I really want to give them to you, but, you know, you need to ask me. I love to be asked. I'm a good, good father. The Holy Spirit talks about that in the Gospels. You know, what kind of father gives a, a child a snake if he asks for something? It says, if your earthly father will give you much more than your human father will. And friends, for some of you today, I think God's just saying, hey, I want you to ask me for help. Quit trying to do it all on your own and ask me for help. And I will help you because God loves to bless his kids. And the Bible says if God is for us, who can be against us? Hope you have a great Friday, a great weekend. If you've been blessed by this program, share it with somebody else. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Raise your game, lower your pain. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. And that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic to keep you moving. Wellness starts here. No appointments or insurance necessary. Open nights and weekends. Stop by when it's convenient for you at our Tate's Creek location. And ask us how you can save with our end-of-year specials. Great for unused FSA and HSA dollars. For additional information, visit thejoint.com backslash 15002. Go Eagles!